on the Ref Radio Sports Network. It's the T-Row in the Morning Show with the voice of the Sooners, Toby Rowland and T.J. Perry. Spikerman, fly ball into left. That ball's hit well. Back to the warning track, to the wall, and this series starts with a home run. Join in and text the show on the Air Comfort Solutions text line at 405-651-3439. Here's the 3-1. Line drive deep into left field. That ball's rocketed out of here. It's a two-run homer for Peyton Graham. And the Sooners are in front in Lubbock. Hit the guys up on the Riverwind Casino call-in line at 405-329-9000. Here's the 1-2 to Squires. Fly ball deep left field. If this is fair, it's gone. It is a home run. It's a home run. A two-run shot for Brett Squires, and it's home run derby in Lubbock. Now, live from the Brown O'Haver Studios, it's the T-Row in the Morning Show with Toby Rowland and T.J. Perry. Morning, everyone. Hour 2, T-Row in the Morning Show. On this Thursday, July 7, hey, let me tell you, we're brought to you every day by Extreme Outdoor Equipment. This new uh, Maverick they bought me brought me is uh, fantastic over there at XOE. The bad boy mowers um, flying off the shelves, TJ. Nobody can keep the bad boys in stock. That's how popular they are right now, whether it's at Extreme Outdoor Equipment or anywhere else. Uh, so make sure you get on a waiting list if, if you can't find one somewhere because they are the best riding mowers ever. But all, that's not all they got at XOE. If you haven't heard me talking about the CF Motos, you got to check these out. TJ, you've got a four-wheeler. You guys are into the uh, – you, you need a four-wheeler or even those souped-up golf carts and things. They've got to, These CF Motos are unbelievable. you got the power to conquer more. From rocky creek beds to colossal mud pits, all these things I'm going to encounter in Montana, TJ, to wooded mountainsides, our high-performance vehicles rip through the toughest terrain with ease, outfitted with custom-designed, liquid-cooled four-stroke engines. How cool does that sound? And an unmatched assortment of standard features. Our ATVs at CF Moto and side-by-sides do more than just crush trailheads. Whether you're looking for the ultimate adrenaline rush or a heavy-duty utility machine, you can take on anything with CF Moto, and you can get them at Extreme Outdoor Equipment. Two locations, one in Goldsby and one in Newcastle, XOE. Okay, Teach, I want uh, to get into, by the way, did you get my, uh, uh, hang on a second, Taylor Maples has uh, tweeted me. <laughs> I, I put a picture of the bear spray. On uh, on on social media, TJ. Uh huh. And Taylor Maples hit me back. Says, "Just a heads up, it doesn't work the same way as bug spray. You spray it at the bear, not yourself." <laughs> Thank me later. <laughs> Thank you, Taylor. That's right. Yeah, you don't just cover yourself in it, and then the bears stay away. You gotta you gotta uh, yeah spray it at the bear. I didn't well, know. You saw the video. Yeah, I saw the you video. Saw the Until I saw the video, video I didn't it. know. I didn't know if it was something you wore like bug spray to keep them away from you or not. So now I know. Okay, I want to talk about the Big 12 preseason teams um, and media day coming up and everything. But before we do that, I, you and I need to get our draft position. We are one hour away from the Big Brother draft. At 8 o'clock this morning, 
The first 14 callers in will get a house guest to Big Brother. Whoever wins gets the first set of spotter boards from the Brent Venables era. TJ and I will also participate in this. We will also get a house guest. Um, so, but we're gonna we're gonna draw right now for our draft position. Now, TJ, I have cut out 16 pieces of paper, and I have numbered one through 16 on these. Would you like me to FaceTime you right now so you can see? Well, what you get paid, I don't want you to think there's any hanky-panky going on I, I here. Trust you, I trust you. I trust you. You do? Yes, I, I absolutely do. Okay, I would be perfectly happy to FaceTime you and point the camera at the uh, at the hat and uh, let you know what you picked and or what you got and everything. If you would, if that would give you peace of mind. No, no, I I, okay. I, I trust right. you in drawing a number for me. <laughs> All right, so here we go. Um, you and you say you know who you'd like to have. I've got I've got a couple in mind, but I know I have a front runner. Yes, I've got four that I would like to uh, hopefully land at some point in the draft. So, all right, you want you want me to pick yours first or mine first? Here we go. Here we go. I'm I've reached in. I have the first number. Do you want this to be for you or me? Uh, this one for you, and I'll take the second one. All right. I have pick number nine. All right. All right. Right in the middle. All right. I think that's a nine. Could be a six. No, that's a nine. That's too <laughs> flat on that side. <laughs> Pretty sure it's a nine. Okay, here we go, TJ. You will have, uh, these are number one through 16. You will have pick number 15. Oh, I should have not. I shouldn't have trusted you. <laughs> <laughs> Are you kidding me? I'll never get who I want. Oh, man. I'm going to end up with the thrift store owner or the girl that belly dances. You have the next to last pick. You know how this works. You'll probably still win it. Nobody knows how good anybody is. All right. So we didn't rig it. We didn't get number one and two or anything. I will have the ninth selection. TJ, you will have the 15th selection. Now. Just like an NBA draft, I would like to offer you a trade. I will uh, swap you picks if you will give me your boat. <laughs> no deal. No deal. I'm let not the, just, I'm not the re- Cleveland Browns. No deal. Let me just reiterate the offer here because I don't think you fully understood. No, I, I will give I you fully the ninth understood. pick in the draft for the 15th pick and your boat. Again, I'm going to have to Still turn no? that down. Yeah, that's a no. Right, uh, coming up bottom of this hour, we'll replay the Bob Stoops interview from The Rush yesterday. Okay, well, how, Teach, uh, did you see the old uh, the old Big 12 preseason teams get announced yesterday? I did. I kind of liked it. You did, huh? Yeah. Yet another yeah. chip just keeps stacking them. <laughs> just not put anybody from Oklahoma on these teams besides uh, – who Turk and uh, I guess Dylan Gabriel was the newcomer of the year, but other than that, let's just uh, let's just keep piling it on. So I didn't yeah, mind it at right. all. Preseason offense, Big Twelve uh, preseason team. Uh, Spencer Sanders is your quarterback from Oklahoma State. What a terrible year for a quarterback in this league. You know he was the actual quarterback of the year last year in the league. Postseason. That's sad. That's sad. What has this league become? 
Deuce Vaughn is the running back. No complaints there. That guy's a no, stud. No, should have been. Same with the other B, one. Well, there's two of them. Yeah, same B. with the other John one. B. John Robinson. Yeah, those guys are really good. We got a fullback on the team, Jared Russ from Iowa State. Uh, wide receivers, three of them. Xavier Hutchinson from Iowa State. I can't believe he's still in college. Quentin Johnston from TCU and Xavier Worthy. Two Xaviers. How about that, Teach? Two Xaviers from Texas. Tied in, Ben Sims at Baylor. Offensive lineman, Connor Galvin at Baylor. Jacob Gall at Baylor. Trevor Downing, Iowa State. Cooper Beebe, K-State. Zach Frazier, West Virginia. And then the kicker is Casey Legg of West Virginia. And the return man is Malik Knowles of Kansas State. Did you notice anything I didn't say there? I did not say Oklahoma anywhere. You did not. Not a single sooner. Not a single one. Let's switch over to the defense, see if we do any better on this side of the ball. Big 12, defense. Uh, Defensive lineman, Siaki Ika, Baylor, Will McDonald, Iowa State, Felix Anudike Uzoma, K-State, Colin Oliver, O-State, Dante Stills, West Virginia. Linebacker, Dylan Doyle, Baylor, Daniel Green, K-State, DeMarvion Overshone, that's a mouthful, Texas. Defensive backs, Kenny Logan, Kansas, Julius Brents, K-State, Jason Taylor, Oklahoma State, Travius Hodges, Tomlinson, TCU, and Charles Woods, West Virginia. And the punter is Michael Turk of Oklahoma. The only Sooner on the preseason all-conference team is the punter, Michael Turk. Now, in the individual awards, the Offensive Player of the Year is Bijan Robinson. The Defensive Player of the Year is Felix Anudike Uzoma. The Newcomer of the Year is Dylan Gabriel at OU. So you tell me you like this. I don't mind it. You can use that. Um, guys see that. Guys get motivated by that. So that doesn't bother me at all. I know some people threw out Marcus Stripling and uh, Marvin Mills was mentioned a lot yesterday. I don't know if I would even put Marvin above the three that are there on it. So, yeah, I didn't have a huge problem with it. I like the fact there, that it can be used for motivation. Is there uh, – who – would you argue for that should that got robbed of not being on this team of the Sooners yesterday? Anyone? Anyone should have been on the list that wasn't? Um, Marvin Mills would be the one, but like I said, I don't have a much of an argument when the three are sitting there that are sitting there. They're great receivers, so um, I would argue even though he's never thrown a pass in the league, that Dylan Gabriel's better than Spencer Sanders. Right. So, right. looking down the list here, you know me on, uh, like, the linemen and I stuff cannot like that. wait. I cannot wait for the Brent Venable speech to the team. When he stands in front, I promise you this is going to happen. When he stands in front of the team and he puts these all-conference teams on the big screen and he starts pointing out the guys in the room that aren't good enough to make the all-conference team in the Big 12. I cannot wait. Man, I wish I could hear this. 
It is going to be so fun. Uh, Marvin Mims, they don't think you're good enough. Hey, Deshaun White, they don't think you're good enough. They got all these guys ahead of you. Woody Washington, they don't think you're good enough to make the all-conference team of the Big 12. Jalen Redman, there's a lot of them that he can just yell Jaylen at. Jalen Redman. Yeah. Dylan <laughs> Gabriel, you've thrown for 100,000 yards in college. They think Spencer Sanders is better than you. I cannot wait. Oh, it's going to be so good. Now, whether it turns into any more wins or not, I don't know. But holy cow, dude, this is Oklahoma, TJ. They've dominated this dominated, conference. That's the thing. They've dominated the league. And They're going to be picked crickets, to win it this year. Crickets. Crickets on who, who's uh, listed on this thing. So The preseason polls coming out today. They're going to be picked to win the conference. Not a single offensive or defensive player on the preseason all-conference team. We're not talking SEC here, TJ. They're not there yet. This is the Big 12. This ain't intramurals. Not a single Oklahoma Sooner on the offensive or defensive preseason team. Unfathomable. And I'm going to be honest with you, I agree. There's really not one you can throw a fit about. You can disagree maybe slightly here or there, but. You could probably think some guys uh, are going to Mims be there Marvin is probably their the best end. player. Mm-hmm. But there's, or their most, you know, decorated returning player anyway, mm-hmm. other than Dylan Gabriel, who has way more accolades than Spencer Sanders does, but he hasn't done it at at this level, or at the power five level. But this is a good year for wide receivers, you know? And Marvin had a down year last year. So if Marvin, if last year was like his freshman year, then he'd be a no-brainer, but it wasn't. But, man, you talk about motivation. I mean, every day in the fall, Miguel Chavis is going to be like, they they, think that guy's better than you. Oh, it's going to be great. Now, the preseason rankings come out today. Oklahoma's going to be number one, right, TJ? Right? Uh, Them or Texas, there's a lot of – you know how this is in the preseason with Texas. There's a lot of early love for them. Please make it Texas. Please make it Texas. If it's Texas, I I think I like that too. Like I said, just just keep giving them uh, more motivation. So I I think it'll be Oklahoma, but um, we'll we'll see. We'll see if uh, Texas edges them out. And a lot of preseason polls, I've seen Texas above them. Quick jump of sports, but before I forget, big-time pickup for Skip Johnson yesterday. They got Cale Davis from OSU. Mm -hmm. Woo! Westmore product, who has destroyed the Sooners, by the way, in Stillwater. That guy is a really good pitcher. Oklahoma High School Player of the Year, what, just two years ago? One? Two, three years ago, whenever it was? Yeah. Yeah, he's 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 pitched two years at OSU, so three years ago. Uh, I'm fascinated to know how Skip plans on using him, whether he's going to keep him in the bullpen or try to make him a starter or maybe a closer. I, he's got closer-type stuff if that's what they want to do with him, but that is a big-time transfer portal pickup for the Sooners. And I think, you know, they got, the, uh, they got Kyle Nevin for Baylor, and now Cale Davis from OSU. 
And I think they got a couple of more surprises up their sleeve here, TJ, that we might hear about in coming days that are pretty exciting. So worth keeping your ear to the ground here. But that that got me off my couch yesterday, TJ, when I saw the Kale Davis thing because every time that guy comes into the game, I'm like, Jiminy Christmas. I mean, he's got some – now, he, he – last year wasn't as good for him as his freshman year at OSU, but – the idea of him getting to work with Skip, not that Rob Walton isn't great at what he does, but, man, that's a really nice pickup for the Sooners. Yeah, it was. I saw All that. All right, we need a break. I was excited about that yeah. yesterday when I saw it. Yeah, yeah, I agree. We'll take a break. Back after this. The T-Row in the Morning Show is powered by Extreme Outdoor Equipment, your full-line dealer for bad boy zero-turn mowers, tractors, and implements. With two locations, I-35 at Goldsby, exit 104B, and I-44 at the Newcastle, Tuttle exit 108. T-Row in the morning show on The Ref. This hour brought to you by Saxon Realty Group. If you're thinking about selling your home, give Terry Saxon a call. He is the home of the $8.99 listing fee. That's it. No hidden charges. No fees at the end when you get there. and uh, He has a surprise uh, four or five grand for you. No, nope, $8.99. Gives you the same service as any other realtor out there in the market. Just saves you thousands of dollars. 405-361-3380 or saxonrealtygroup.com. Air Comfort Solutions text line. What's what's his name? Terry Saxon. What did I say? Bag up, bag up. Oh, bag up, Terry. Put it in reverse, Terry. Put it in reverse. Put it in reverse. Oh, Lord. Oh, Lord. Go ahead. A hundred, a hundred degrees has a number for each letter. Once you're above that, it's officially hot. Hmm. A hundred degrees has a number for each letter. Each letter. Does that mean it's like a four-letter word? But there's only three numbers there. (laughs) I don't know. I do agree that it's hot. I would start well before 100 by saying it's hot. 106 is ridiculous. Cleveland got greedy, wanted it all at once, should have kept building. Bengals changed their mindset. No patience, same old story in Cleveland. Yeah, I agree. They got greedy. Uh, You may have covered it already, but Toby, what are your thoughts on the... Oh, we just talked about that. They're asking about Kel Davis, the OU baseball team. Yeah, he just mentioned that. Love it. Love it. Yeah. Big time pickup. Uh, Mims not on the preseason All-Big 12. I'm betting he's on the postseason list. Well, there better be several Sooners on the postseason list, or this has not been a good season. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, that's fact. (laughs) I hope this is a a big year for him. I think, you know, that's a different conversation. Who do we think will be on the postseason list is an interesting conversation to have. But we'll punt that for now. I'm glad Toby has decided to be a participant in his own self-defense. But by buying self-defense tool of any can with a continuous training is worth without continuous training is worthless. Hmm. But buying a self-defense tool. I think that's supposed to be of any kind without continuous training okay. is worthless. What kind of continuous training do I need? You got to keep spray? practicing the flipping of your little holster and pulling it out properly. <laughs> okay. 
Is that is that what that encur- that person is encouraging me to do? Is to practice I, continuously? I'm guessing so. Uh, my bear my bear spray technique. I guess that's what okay. they're meaning there. Or are they are they wanting me to pick up taekwondo or something? Here. <laughs> Maybe. All right. uh, this one says, "I'm so confused. You're going to become a Carolina fan now. Who cares how much merchandise he sold? He'll be fine anyways. He graduated from the University of Oklahoma. Oh, this is that moron. Uh, I never said I was going to become a Carolina fan. I was never a Browns fan. Uh, the merchandise I mentioned that because he sold millions, which created revenue for the franchise. You moron." What's wrong with cheering for OU players when they go to the pros? I don't know what this Doesn't guy's everybody problem do that? is. No, he, this, has, this is a shot because he mentions that he graduated from the University of Oklahoma. This person's an idiot. An absolute moron. I don't get it. Okay. Toby, you don't have to be faster than the bear, just faster than the slowest camper, a.k.a. family member. Boomer Sooner. That's from KC Sooner. Yeah. I don't think Toby can outrun anyone in his family. Yeah, it's questionable at this point, for sure. <laughs> it's a bad look if uh, if we come home and uh, I leave somebody behind. So that's probably uh, my role is going to be the last line of defense. I think that's one you got to take as the father figure, right, TJ? That's uh, there's when you are hiking with the family in the Montana mountains, you've got to be the last line of defense. You can't just say, sorry, kids, every man for himself. Now, that's easy to say right now when I'm not in the heat of the battle, but I might go George Costanza on this thing if I see a grizzly. <laughs> just start shoving <laughs> Chloe the to the ground. first one out of the fire, else. yeah. That's right. Um. All right, this one's uh, asking you to try it first before using it on the bear. I think Toby should experience the spray first to make sure he can still run once it makes the bear mad. TJ, your wife had to do it just like the rest of us in law enforcement had to. That's from Sooner Scott. Yeah, my wife. Spray myself? My wife had to get uh, pepper sprayed. You should have to to spray the uh, bear spray. I should have to be sprayed with the bear spray yeah, so that I could experience what the bear experiences? I think that's what he's saying here. He wants to also make sure you can run after spraying the cloud of dust, I think, too. So, What are they worried about there? Like, what do they, they think I'm going to be... I think that was a law enforcement uh, joke because you have to be pepper sprayed, so he thinks you yeah, should yeah. be bear sprayed, but yeah. Okay. By the way, one of the most miserable days of my life. When she got pepper sprayed when your wife at the got academy. Oh, my gosh. I had to help her uh, get well, it out of her hair and stuff. think it was one of the most miserable days of her life? Oh, well, there's no doubt. But that's what I'm saying. I couldn't believe how bad it was, like, helping her get it off her body. Wash. I had to help wash her hair and all this stuff because it was so bad. And, like, oh, the, I can't imagine how she felt when I felt the burn that I felt from it. So... Oh, my Katie, goodness. I'm so sorry that you got to put up with this selfish fool right here. <laughs> you had to go through what you had. What a miserable day it was for me. You're the one that got I'm sprayed saying, with pepper spray. I'm saying that's how bad it was. I know for her that it was that bad for me that I'm just washing it out. So, Well, I got to tell you, uh, that day my son had reconstructive foot surgery was one of the <laughs> hardest days of my life. <laughs> hey. <laughs> Woe is me. I'm just saying, I know how miserable they are when they get pepper sprayed. Toby, I heard him say steak and fixings, but I didn't hear A1. Hard pass, not worth it. Hard pass. 
I'm not riding a horse. Uh, I, I've ridden a horse before. We had a bad incident with a horse, a family horse riding situation many years ago when uh, I'd say Peyton was about four or five years old. The four of us, this is pre-Chloe, went on a horsebacking adventure at Romano State Park. And, you know, we're following the guide, and Peyton's horse turns around and goes the other way and takes off, like, with my son aboard. And we're all going one way, and my son's horse is going the other way, and he's screaming, just screaming bloody murder. And uh, so I jump off my horse and chase him down and yank him off his horse, which is now in a full jog the wrong direction with my child on it. And then at that day, I said, "We're not riding horses anymore as a family. This is not. This is not in our. You know, it's not in our wheelhouse. We are. We are not uh, cowboys. So, we're not going to go ride horses." Uh, let's see. What else here. you got? Anything else? Uh, we got to take a here. break here soon so we can get the bob. Uh, the best thing Toby can do is just spray the bear spray on himself. Grizzlies like a little seasoning. <laughs> That is not very nice. Okay, uh, Bob Stoops on The Rush when we come back. The Ref. Network studios are powered by the insurance adjusters at Brown O'Haver. Fire, wind, theft, tornado. We can help. Call 405-735-5510. Just, Bob, good to talk to you. How was uh, Ohio last week, and did you dominate in some bocce ball? Yeah, it was a great, uh, great week. Uh, spent time with family. Had a nephew getting married. I'm at that age. I got a niece or nephew getting married every summer. So, uh, so it was awesome. Had a great time. And uh, yeah, and then uh, the uh, fundraiser bocce tournament. Only in Youngstown you'd get 400 people to have a fundraiser playing bocce for your high school. And uh, it was awesome. Great food, great fun, a bunch of family and friends around. So we had a great time. It's been wild. The last couple of weeks with college football has been an avalanche of news. And, you know, I guess some of it news, some of it speculation. It's pretty crazy. Uh, USC, UCLA headed to the Big Ten. Now, as a guy that played in the Big Ten – how weird is that to think about a couple of California schools, uh, you know, at least right now, maybe there's more to come from the Pac-12, but as you see it right now, USC, UCLA going to be in the Big Ten. That's pretty wild. Yeah, very different. Um, I'd say, hey, have have fun late November going up <laughs> to Camp Randall and or into Ann Arbor <laughs> with the, the weather, but um you get used to it when you play up there, but uh, in the end, you know what? It's just like you know, OU and Texas leaving for the SEC. Very little stays the same forever, and uh, this is the way things are evolving. And uh, I get it. You know the the bottom line: these, you know, these conference TV contracts and the money they're going to pay or not pay, and or can you fill your stadiums up? You know, I know for us at OU, making sure that. We're going to have uh, 80,000 plus uh, sold out and sweet sky suites sold out every weekend. And bringing those dollars to town every weekend is a big deal. And you have to ensure that for the next, you know, 30, 40 years. And I think that's what people are doing when they're they're making these moves. 
I don't know what the talk is in Chicago right now or if uh, you've been in, in any of those just people around talking about Notre Dame, but do, do you have a feeling one way or the other if Notre Dame's going to join the Big Ten and other conference or stay independent? Uh, I don't. Uh, you know, I'm uh, I my buddy uh, working with Fox, Brady Quinn, I think has, has a big, uh, you know, has a good, you know, temperature on that and uh he he has explained to me the value of being independent for notre dame and and once i visited with him about it i got that i get it i do believe obviously they fit perfectly in the big 10 and location and everything else but you know that you know listening to him and talk about their the importance of being independent i get it and you know they're one of those you know schools that can do it I think it probably will just get down to what the TV dollars are, you know, with uh, their opportunities that wave on their own, independent, and or what would it look like if they joined the Big Ten? I think overall that's what ends up mattering the most. That just what I what I think about it. I don't know if that's true or not. Right? Uh, yeah, I I think that's right. I mean, that's that's kind of. Seems like the the decision they've always had to make, and boy, as those. TV contracts, and they're talking about the new Big Ten possibly getting up to $80, $90 million a school a year for their for their TV rights. That, that decision's getting more and more difficult for Notre Dame. So, as a head coach, how much involvement, if any, do, do you have in stuff like this? I remember whenever there was, you know, that first round of conference realignment – took place and there was there was talks about maybe the uh, some schools going to the Pac-12 from the Big 12 I, I are you, how how much involved is a head coach on all that or is that is that kind of just above with the administration and what happens happens and you'll coach the games that are on schedule I think that depends on how successful you've been as a head coach <laughs> so and yeah. how long you've been there so um, they at OU they valued my opinion uh, I was very much involved and all, always in the discussions and, you know, and what I thought of it and what would it mean for our future and how would it impact me recruiting and, you know, moving the program forward. So I was always uh, informed uh, as well as involved in the, the discussions and, you know, and all of that. But, I, I you know, that's depending on – where you're at, how long you've been there, you know, how successful well, you've been is how much depends on how much the head coach is going to be involved. And ultimately, it, it you know, it lands on the shoulders of the athletic director and, and of course, more than anything, the president, you know, and the, and the moves you make. And, uh, but, you know, m- most are going to, you know, they're going to want the opinion of the head coach and how this, you know, the one that has to work the job, how do you feel it's going to affect you? Bob Stoops is our guest, brought to you by Modelo. Bob, I'm convinced as of about three hours ago, Oklahoma is not a Dallas Cowboy state or a Kansas City Chiefs state. I think they might be a Carolina Panthers state now after uh, the big trade. What, what, what was your reaction to Baker Mayfield get, getting dealt to Carolina? Well, just love it for Baker to finally have an oppor- the right opportunity and uh, to be free from that entire, uh, I don't even know what to call it, um, I'm from Ohio, so I have to be careful, you know. So at the end, in the end, he's got another opportunity. He'll be great. He'll he'll make the most of it. He's ready to be successful. He's healed up. 
you know, he's a, he's a special player. So uh, can't wait to watch him and look forward to, you know, seeing him, seeing him out there on the field again. And, uh, you know, fortunately it's, it's happening now. He can get ready to, you know, to go into camp and, and be prepared. What were your impressions of, uh, of Matt Rule uh, whenever you guys uh, went up against each other? Seems like everything I've ever ever seen and, and heard people say about him, just an unbelievable guy, builds a, a really good culture around his football team. Yeah, I've got nothing but nothing but respect for what Matt's done, uh, Baylor and with the Panthers. He's a sharp guy, uh, awesome guy, and uh, great coach. And, um, you know, I, I always say it, you know, people have track records in a, in a history, and his is really strong, you know, as a football coach. And, and so I uh, wish him nothing but the best. And uh, I've always been impressed with him and, and – uh, you know, and I'm I'm sure he'll continue to be successful. Yeah, well, uh, I I think Baker's going to do a good job there. He's he's uh, he's got some good talent around him. Going to be uh, going to be fun to watch him in a different jersey. Hey, last thing before we let you out of here, I wanted to ask you about the Big Twelve. You know, with with Oklahoma and Texas leaving, um, you know the the Pac twelve. Who knows what's going to happen there? Do you you like the position that they're in right now with? Some of the conversations that seem to be happening about maybe uh, a couple of teams from the Pac-12 joining, or maybe some type of merger. Yeah, sure, it makes sense. Um, I think what'll be interesting is how uh, who has the upper hand in the whole deal, or you know, does the Pac-12 get get some to join them? So I, I don't know. You know, that'll be interesting to see how this all unfolds. Um, I, I think it's wise that they would both. Uh, be trying to get together to, in some degree. And, uh, you know, so, yeah, it can only help e- each conference, I would think. Yeah, uh, going to be wild to see how all of this stuff unfolds, where it lands and what college football looks like on the other side. Coach, we appreciate the time. Have fun up there in Chicago. All right, guys, great to be with you. There you go, Bob Stoops yesterday with Tyler and Teddy on The Rush. Always interesting. He's like, uh... Oh, I live in Ohio. I probably better not say what I really feel about the Cleveland Browns right now. So. Good stuff, good stuff. 7.46 in the morning. We'll take a break. Uh, don't forget our Big Brother draft coming up at 8.05 this morning. Be one of the first 14 callers in 405-329-9000. We're giving away the uh, first spotter boards of the Brent Venables era. We'll be back. Some say it's TJ's fault, but the name of the show is the T-Row in the Morning Show. So who's really to blame? You know? Terry Saxon, Saxon Realty Group, bring you this hour of the T-Row in the Morning Show, 405-361-3380, saxonrealtygroup.com, home of the $899 listing fee. Air Comfort Solutions text line. Uh, is this a sports show or a travel show? This is a everything show. We don't Thank limit ourselves to our sports. Fair station. Yeah. We hope you enjoy your stay while you're here. Yeah. <laughs> Another complaint here. Love the show, but the bit with the guy in the wheelchair being blasted by fireworks is not the coolest. <laughs> <laughs> 
Hey, Terry's embraced it too. He's fine. Terry, He's uh, fine. Terry has now uh, made it a thing to where he like sets fireworks up with his friends and families and see what he can escape and what he can't escape on on YouTube. Really? Okay? I think he's Is put out true? more. I think he's put out several videos now at this point. Yes, I think Terry's got T-shirts. Uh, Terry, uh, Terry is enjoying his uh, uh, viral success from a few years ago. Okay. Uh, end of season all conference team a lot more important to fill up at the end. So we agree with that. Uh, if your QB is newcomer of the year, it's hard to believe no other offensive player would be there. If DG is newcomer of the year, an old lineman or probably a wide receiver at least would be on that list. Yeah, they're not. Gonna need to be in the post for this to be a good year, though. In nineteen seventy, need an Anton Harrison or a Wanye Morris, somebody on that offensive line. Going to need a wide receiver. Going to need a uh, running back to step up and at least threaten that team. You know, Deshaun White to have a big year. Jalen Redman, a Woody Washington, a somebody on the back end. Going to need that team to be littered with Sooners in the post. But um, very interesting. In 1973, the Big Eight Skyriders picked OU to be number six. Okay. <laughs> I guess they're saying don't worry the about the Skyriders po- tour. I uh, missed the Skyriders tour. Because it's saying don't worry about the uh, preseason poll today. <laughs> um, I mean, let's base- see here. The baseball team was just pick sixth in the preseason poll. I'm not worried about it at all, but it is interesting. Uh, Toby, just hitch up the wagon. We got you, Boomer and Sooner. Thank you, guys. I appreciate that. that. Not that. I didn't even know. I got the radio on the ball today. Yeah. I don't even have disposable thumbs. Hop in the car and I hear big game Bob. It's It's, destined to be a great day. Hang on. Just a second. It's opposable thumbs. What did I say? Disposable. What did I say? Disposable. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) Opposable thumbs. (laughs) Just throw them away. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. You using that thumb anymore? <laughs> nah. All right. It's disposable. <laughs> Go ahead. Uh, UConn Bob here. <laughs> hey, UConn. Was listening to the ref and reading the recruiting scoop on the PC. Ran across an article from Duckwire claiming that uh, Dante Moore was MVP of the Elite 11 and named Alpha Dog. This is confusing since we have been told Jackson Arnold earned MVP. Please help clear this up. Thanks and good no. luck with using your hose today, Toby. Thank you. We've got Elite 11 MVP controversy. Huh? Was this the same camp? I mean, there's lots of these camps, so maybe um, Duckwire's correct and he was at a different camp, perhaps. All right, let's see here. We got uh, Dante Moore named SI's 2022 Elite 11 Finals MVP. Uh, oh, so we got different groups. Oklahoma naming commit Jackson Arnold wins MVP at Elite Eleven. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, uh, Parker Thune, help us. It sounds like SI just named their own, but the camp officially named uh, Jackson Arnold. Right? I mean, that's what I'm getting. They can out do of that? that? They, they can just come in and name their own. I suppose. I don't know how it works. I don't know how it works. <laughs> Heck if I know. Somebody out there listening knows. Let us know. How does this work? <laughs> we're, we get two MVPs. We're caught up on the text line. Um. By the way, Sooners got a commit yesterday. Big one. Uh, Parker let us know this was coming down the pipe yesterday. Or pipe. Pipe. Coming down the r- road. Coming at us yesterday. 
the uh, wide receiver out of Houston. He is a top 50 national commit, and it jumped OU's rating yesterday, TJ, from on 247 from 37 to 25. How about that? They took a 12-spot jump uh, with this one commitment yesterday. It is the 11th commitment of the class, and it sounds like uh, there are more on the way. I saw the Kale Gundy tweet yesterday of the dominoes being knocked down. So sounds like this is a good get. Very nice wide receiver from down in Houston. And hopefully there is much more good news coming in the uh, month of uh, July. By the way, I have to admit to something yesterday, Teach. Uh, i got to be honest about something. Okay. I backed into a parking spot yesterday. What are you doing? What I've are taken you a strong stance doing? against this on this radio show. I know. I found myself in a tricky situation yesterday where it was more convenient to back in, and I backed into the spot. But I was riddled with guilt. And I was looking around, hoping nobody saw me get out of the car. What a jerk you are. It was a tight, it was a, I would have lost the spot if I had turned around because it was the first spot on a row at Charleston's for lunch yesterday. First spot on a row, packed parking lot, guy leaves right as I'm pulling in, and I was like, I can't get turned. If I circle around to come back to that, somebody's going to take the spot. So I, I backed into it, and I just got to be honest with the listeners. Just in case anybody saw it, I don't want to be a hypocrite, TJ. Did you feel snooty walking into Charleston's? I felt guilty. I felt like I... Oh, I, man. I felt dirty is how I felt. I bet your lunch date saw that and said, this is who I'm eating with? Mm-hmm. Yeah, probably so. I'll never... Well, I shouldn't say never. I'll try never to do that again, but uh, yesterday it was, it was done. What's done is done. All right, 8 o'clock, we got our big, big brother draft coming up next, back after this.